What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we unpack part one of Smoke and Shadow. We are your hosts. I'm Ricky. I'm Austin. I'm Ian, and this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. So the other day, I stopped at Circle K, and I'm walking up to the counter, and right next to it, there's, like, just this Loki toy. Okay. And, like, I thought it looked funny. It was in the studio, because I was on my way over here. It was in the studio. We think the dog got it already. Yeah. It's what? gone. Well, really? it's gone. We He's don't saying know where it's at. It was in the studio, but it, it, didn't, it sounded like you said something else. I didn't know what you were saying. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. It was here in the studio. Dog's got it. So I can't show you the toy, but it, it looked funny. So now I'm checking out, and the woman's like, oh, is this for your son? And I'm like, yep. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a grown man buying this toy. <laughs> And then uh, I I go and I I finish up and I look behind her and uh, there's a Pokemon card display with Umbreon on it and I thought it looked cool so I was like give me a pack of those Pokemon cards too. <laughs> she goes how old is he? I'm like five. <laughs> nice. Anyway, nice. I didn't pull anything good out of that pack. You can have them. That's sweet. The toy. I wish we had it. It's a, it was one of those candy toys with the fan. And yeah. like a and a Loki figure on top of it, right? And you press the button, and the fan spins, okay. and it lights up. Sure, sure. And it's totally for a five year old. <laughs> Why'd you buy? But Ricky, who has no kids, Why'd you buy a, a Loki fan toy? It, it was a, it was an impulse buy. I was like, oh, I, we talked about Loki once. <laughs> Loki's a good character and a fine show. I shall partake in this fan toy thing, madam. Oh, and by the way, let me add a Pokemon card pack for my. Child, my child. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh my god! At that, I just had to roll with it at that point. Just like, Dude, what, just put your son. The amount of grown ass men that come through my shop and and trying to relive their childhood is uncanny. So don't feel bad. Ricky. Yep. Do not feel bad. <laughs> yep. We saw a lot of them on the live stream. We sure did. <laughs> So what do we have for uh, Avatar news? We actually finally have some, don't we? Oof, I totally a little bit. So news. if you haven't heard already, uh, huge news in the Avatar verse from Avatar Studios in that they're going to be doing a movie series in 3D slash CGI animation. So we already knew about the movie that they were working on. That's going to be the first thing that comes out of Avatar Studios, right? It, I believe so. It doesn't say whether or not it's going to be the first one because there's also like an unofficial, they haven't made an official statement, but it's pretty much official that there's going to be a 2D TV show series oh, right. also. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's three series in the works right now. Yeah. Including the Netflix Including the one. Netflix one. Yeah. So cool. we don't know which one's going to come out first, but this they say they're comparing it to like uh, the example that Avatar News dropped on it was Moana. Something as far like as that. the detail? As the far as the animation style. style. Oh, my God. So. It's going to be shiny. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't How know. do you feel about that? I, don't, I mean, I was hoping it'd be more. Because when you get into 3D animation like that for kids shows, it really loses. Like you were saying, like maybe like SpongeBob, the new SpongeBob. The new series. The new SpongeBob oh, series is real 3D. You just lose so much detail. I, I don't know if they're going to allow that to happen. What about Raya and the Last Dragon? See, that's that's what I'm hoping. Maybe it's like that instead. Can you imagine? Because that's or like, super or, badass. I always talk about Overwatch because I'm so ingrained in Overwatch. Like, that's all I play. That and Bloodborne currently. But uh, the dragons that, like, Genji and, and Hanzo do, they're, I, can, I would imagine that we could see that kind of stuff yeah. in, in this new Avatar 3D. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? So I think, I think the reason they're doing it is because... 2D animation doesn't do well in theaters. Apparently, that's that's what I've I've read, and that's probably the where'd you read that the idea behind it. You know, Reddit comments or whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> official yeah. news, yeah, yeah. where Ricky comments. gets all of his info. Yeah, God. <laughs> yeah, some comment section. I don't know. I mean, that's... but no, that's someone's idea. It's like it's probably done that way because 2D hasn't been doing well in the box office or whatever. I mean, that's like kind of that. true though. Like you were saying with DBZ, like the new Broly movie. Um, but that's that's like 2D mixed with 3D. Uh, 
And then you have the you have the what well, the Spider Man into the Spider Verse is a is a mix of the two as well. True. True. And even like uh uh Mitchell's versus the, the same company. Worlds. Oh, is it? It's the same company. Yeah, I mean that was kind of yeah, but we mix. can't compare it to that because I would love if that company did just all animated <laughs> yeah. movies they're really, going really forward. Yeah, Whatever that company's awesome. name is. Whatever they are. The Into <laughs> the Spider-Verse people. The Spider-Verse people. Yeah, I hope uh, – the only thing that makes – okay, I'm, I'm kind of like hopeful. I'm like, okay, maybe they're doing a 3D thing and it's going to be like uh, the Backyardigans and it's going to be a little chibi avatar crew. <laughs> the Backyardigans? Yeah, you know what, I, you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. I know what exactly yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so I'm hoping it's something <laughs> like that. You're hoping for that. Why? Because I don't want it to be 3D lame and it's for me. You know what I mean? I, I don't, don't I want it to be like Ray and the Last Dragon. Sure. I don't want it to be like SpongeBob. So I talked to a lot of people again at my shop. I talked to a lot of people and especially my business partner Danny when uh, like there's a new He-Man series that came out recently. And there's actually another He-Man series on Netflix hmm. that's coming out uh, as well. And they they take the the source material and then they kind of flip it on its head, and people get like these these hardcore fans of He Man like freaked out. My reaction is always, be glad that someone's actually talking about the franchise that you love so much. Mm-hmm. There, it's it's a sandbox, and and if they want to play in the sandbox and be creative with with the the IP, then you know what, so be it. As long as you don't change the core values of that IP. I'm okay with be playing the sandbox. I, I'm the same way with with Avatar. If they're going to do something 3D, it may not be for us. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, if it's a series, then I can imagine seeing it. Them trying to build like a a, a Marvel Universe style uh, group of movies where they're leading up to the Ozai fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Ozai is the big is like Thanos. I can they're, they're building up to an end game sure, kind of thing. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, I can see that happening if it's going to be a series. So if it's a series like that, then I'm then I'm more optimistic that it's more like Raya and the Last Dragon and not Backyard against. Okay. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. And not to mention this is this is Breichel's like first project that they've actually been given the reins to. So you think they're gonna come in like they're gonna come in hot, right? Yeah, no, that's like a good they point. have a story. They're that not going to they be putting out a backyard against right out the. Back. I don't think they're going to do the movie first. The, there's no way that the movie's going to come the, out. The first. 3D movie? I don't think so, man. I think, but I think when we did Avatar Studios the episode, I think that's what they said was their their first work was going to be the movie. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. See, this was before. No, yeah, you're right. Avatar Studio News. That was that's right. I think I think that is correct. I think the first one was going to be a movie. A movie, setting up the universe, or uh, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I agree, they are going to have to go hard. And if we, if they think about it, like like you said, also too, like it's not that I I, I think everything's going to be designed for us as adult fans. Like right. clearly, that's not going to be the case. It's right. a Nickelodeon show. But uh, like you said a couple episodes ago, maybe I don't can't remember exactly how long. Maybe I think it was the Avatar news episode. Um, there's going to be a lot of stuff that comes out that we don't necessarily like. Right. You know, and that's okay because it's they're doing a lot of things. I think Ricky had a really good point. They they got to come in hard. So I think we will like. And it's probably easier to do th- not I mean easier, but it's probably easier to do 3D pump out more 3D stuff than it is hand drawn stuff. It's definitely cheaper. Yeah. Yeah, because it takes less time. Hmm. Hmm. So maybe that's why for the movies they're doing it that way. They're they're ramping up something because mm-hmm. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited well, for it. Well, I mean, I yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Good. They're they're definitely ramping up because um I'm seeing a lot lot more pre-orders for Avatar product. Like I just got I just ordered a bunch of pins and and uh stickers that weren't available previously. Hmm. So the the interest in the IP is is growing and they're they're pushing something. And you were saying you think Paramount Plus they're going to make Avatar like their flagship. Um, I I think well, like I'm, Avatar Studios be their yeah. flagship kind of thing. I mean they have Star Trek too, so that's a huge huge one. But you know Marvel has or Disney has Marvel, Star Wars, and all that. Mm-hmm. I mean you can I can see Avatar, Star Trek, and other IPs like that kind of being their their head of their of whatever's driving their subscriptions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What well, they focus their most of their efforts on. Right, right, right. That makes sense. Hmm, we'll see. But yeah, that's, gonna... re- that's really it for Avatar News, though. Exciting. Yeah, just that one big piece. 
You you were gonna say something? <laughs> oh, do any of us even have Paramount Plus yet? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. You know, I have every streaming service except for Paramount Plus, and I've been kind of waiting for Avatar to go on to Paramount Plus yeah. in order to get it. Yeah, I think they're Netflix. gonna. I think they're gonna do it soon because Paramount Plus on their Instagram. We follow them on our on our uh, Cabbage Cart podcast uh, Instagram, and uh, they are posting more and more stuff about Avatar. Like, take this quiz to find out what Avatar you would be. Take this quiz to find out what Bender you They're would be. They're just trying to get your personal information. There? They're what? They're just trying to get your personal information. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> take this quiz to find out your social security number. <laughs> <laughs> find out your Avatar's social security number. <laughs> Uh, but Is I it? think they're. Uh, it's not on there yet. It's still on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's yeah, but it's not joint. No. It could. Okay. I don't think they it might. usually allow them to do. Usually it's contract stuff, right? Yeah. From streaming services. Like, we have it until this date. Nobody right. else can use it. Right. Well, I mean, Hulu and, like, Netflix have the same same shows. And I think True. HBO and Hulu, I think maybe it's just Hulu that gets to. Well, Hulu is sometimes... weird because sometimes you don't get, like, all the episodes or all the seasons. Stupid so, Hulu. yeah. I swear to God. I, th- I think I'll probably cancel my Netflix soon, though. Really? No, you're Netflix? not. Why would you do that? HBO Max is so money right I now, I know, right? Dude. HBO Max is dope. <laughs> I watch so much stuff on HBO Max now. It's like HBO Max, Hulu, and, yeah, pretty much those two. I have Discovery Plus now. Hmm, Did you guys what? know that was a thing? No. no. Yeah, it's a bunch of HGTV crap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're renovating your house right now? <laughs> You've been watching a bunch of HGTV <laughs> and you're inspired. No, but I can uh, I can design your house for you. I'm not a you know a flipper, but I I watch people on TV flip, so I'm y- good to go. You're all about chips and Joanna Gaines oh and the no no and... flip or flop right now. Oh okay. Oh well, my god. What about uh, extreme home makeover? Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> This sounds awful. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, if you like crying, you need to watch some extreme home makeover. Who likes crying? People that watch extreme home makeover. <laughs> it's the saddest show ever, but in a good way. Anyway, all right, way off topic. <laughs> all right, what are we talking about today? So I, today we are we are continuing on with our comic book series, and we're talking about Smoke and Shadow, Part One. Part One. And just like the last time that we did a. The, uh, a comic book series. We're just going to do just part one today, and then part two, part yes. three, following episodes. We're going to get uh, our each each one of our takes on what's going to happen in part two. Do we have? Do we know how much time has passed between the end of of Avatar and now? Because Aang looks older. I think that's just the way he's drawn. Yeah, he's not old. He's just drawn that way. Yeah, because if you think about it, they kind of basically. <laughs> <laughs> what was Weird. that case about? <laughs> Roger Rabbit reference? No. Oh, oh. No. Okay. Never mind. Sorry. God, Another suck. reference by Ian then. God, you, understands. S- you guys suck. Uh, yeah, because they basically, right after um, season three, went immediately to find Ursa, and now they found Ursa. Yeah, I think it's... It, and now this is immediately after that. Right. So... A couple months, maybe? Maybe. Six months? When did North and South take place? North and South takes place after this, right? Like right after yeah. this? I think okay. North and South is the last one. Um, we probably should have figured out the timeline here. I think I it's. Like, I think we're safe to assume it's pretty quick, though. Right. Right. I mean, it's not years; it's months. Yeah. Well, and just to lay that out real quick, so North and South, just to clarify, takes place directly after the search. So they found Ursa. She's got her North and South, or what did I say? You said Smoke North and Shadow. Smoke and Shadow. Smoke and Shadow. Yeah, the yes. one we're the one we're talking about today. Smoke and Shadow takes place directly after the search. Uh, Ursa's got her OG face back on, and and now they're heading back to the Fire Nation. Her, her original gangster face. <laughs> yeah. Original. Her original what face. O- what other G can we, what else can we sub? Girly face? Yeah, yeah, there we there go. We go. <laughs> original gangster face. I mean, you have to be kind of gangster to, like, kill the Fire Lord. I mean, so. that's pretty gangster. This, however, uh, Smoke and Shadow does have a little, like, prequel, I guess. To it, right? So, yeah, I started reading it, and then it gave us the uh, and the little little annotations on the side. It it told us that the the uh, origin of the story took place in a free comic book day story back in 2013, and it's called uh, the story's called Rebound. We actually have it right here. We sure do. You want me to go over it real quick? Yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and go over. It, there's not a whole lot to it. Yeah, yeah, it's like a couple pages. Right. So, uh, rebound. You find out May and Zuko have broken up, and there's, there's no there's no reasoning for it. It just yeah, they just broke up. 
Yeah, it doesn't even As teenagers do, man. Sure, why not? Yeah, and then you meet this guy who comes in, uh, Kilo, Kylo? Kylo. Kylo, let's go with Kylo. Kylo. Kylo asks her out on the date. I think it's Kilo. Is it Kalo? Because, oh my God. (laughs) Is it Kalo? Because it's May, is M-E-I? Oh. M-A. So this is Kalo. Is it M-A-I or is it M-E-I? I don't know. Anyway, anyway, Kalo, Kylo, up, up for debate, up for debate, Kylo, K E I L. So they broke up. She's now what's 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 next? Uh, he takes her out on a date. Well, she's she's working at uh, her auntie. What is it? Auntie Mura. Auntie Mura, Mura, Mura. Her flower shop, which is her actual aunt, right? Correct. Yeah, it's her mother's <clears throat> aunt or sister or something, I guess. And really, this this date that he takes her on is really uh, just a trick to get her down into this secret society called the New Ozai Society, right? Yes. And it's run by her father, Ukano, uh, and they're all about taking down Fire Lord Zuko. And... The, the imposter Fire Lord Zuko. Yeah. And when Mei sees this, she says, well, I'm taking my brother Tom Tom, and I'm getting the hell out of here. Yeah, pretty much. Well, yeah, she, she goes down there and sees that her little brother... The little baby that gets that walks away and they think gets uh, kidnapped in the uh, new Ozai new Ozai episode. Um, so she uh, May took, takes offense to it, says, "I'm not joining you." Grabs her brother and then uh, gets the hell out of there. And that's the free and comic that, book that, day. Yeah, and that's pretty much the story right there. There's really nothing else to it. Okay, and you, if you wanted to check that out, I, you might be able to find that individually, but you could also pick up the Lost Adventures uh, Team Avatar Tales, which. Apparently contains a lot of uh, free comic book day comics. I didn't know where those came from, but yep. it's there's in, like it's seven. In there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot. Actually, I think that's just a book of free comic book day stuff. Potentially, uh, a it lot could of be. It. Yeah, a lot of it so is. Yeah. If you wanted to read that one in particular, it's available in that book. Um, and the reason why we uh, it doesn't does it say in there why why they don't like Fire Lord uh, Zuko. Uh, the the secret society. What are they called? Uh, the, uh, the new Ozai society. Not in the in rebound. They don't say why they don't like Zuko. But uh, towards the end of part one, he kind of elaborates why he feels that Zuko is unfit to be Fire Lord in but Smoke and Shadow. They're, Smoke and Shadow. They're Ozai loyalists. What it comes down to. Yeah, that's yeah. that's their whole thing. Right, right. Well, they're Fire Nation loyalists. Yeah, and they feel like we're okay. We're getting ahead of ourselves. He does talk about. At the very end of part one, he does talk about why uh, he doesn't think uh, Zuko is fit. So once we get to that point, we can cross that bridge. So the book opens immediately with uh, the reveal of the Kamuri. Dang it. (laughs) Ian said it really well. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Ricky. (laughs) Kamiri Kage? Kamiri Kage. Kamiri Kage. Yeah. Who are these like dark spirit things uh what do they look like the very ethereal uh kind of looking very spirit like it's just like a cloak and a mask with smoke around it yeah it's really all you've ever seen it's like a they're really smoky and shadowy (laughs) (laughs) so okay that's (laughs) it's funny you say that because kimuri means smoke and kage means shadow yeah, so that's actually – I actually really like that detail. That was in the annotations. It sure was. Yeah. Library edition, baby. Yeah, library, library edition. edition, baby. Don't forget to get it. No, that was a cool I, – I actually really like that. That's like a cool – and it, oh, that's why it's called Smoke and Shadow. Oh, shoot. Right. It says right here in the annotations actually about Rebound. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I was, I, I was I going through it, and then it said, hey, this, was, this part was in Rebound. I'm like, holy shit. There's some free comic book days from 2013. Let's go look back and get it. Cool. All of that just from the freaking annotations, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally worth it on Free yeah. Comic Book Day. I, so what did you think about these – what theories do you have about these spiritual people and what's their conflict with uh, with uh, Ukano right now? I guess let's start with their conflict. What's their conflict with Ukano? I, I, we're kind of praising – I'm sorry. We're, we're praising the annotations, but at the same time, there's some stuff in the annotations that kind of spoiled the book later. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. yeah. Like, at the same time, I don't know. Maybe we'll omit that one from this episode. Well, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we, won't, we won't spoil the upcoming ones. Yeah. There is one annotation that kind of spoils something. There is one. Like, yeah. Yes. It is about Kylo. Sure. Yes. I, uh, I can't remember which one it was. Anyway, anyway, so the uh, these this one spirit shows up at uh, Ukano, Ukano's, Ukano's you know place of residence and says you have failed as governor. You know 
you need to fix this kind of thing or you shall die or lose everything you love. So an ongoing thing about these Kamuri Kage Kage is that like no one thinks they're real. Yeah, they're, according to May, uh, you find out later that the Kimuri Kage are like a fable that parents tell their children to be good, kind of like the boogeyman. If you're not, if you're not good, they're gonna come at the, in the middle of the night and snatch you away. So pretty messed up thing to like. I mean, but, yeah, yeah. That's actually one of, on the first page. That's kind of what he actually says that he says a lie. Parents tell their children to get them to behave, and that's an ongoing thing throughout the book. People mention this a lot of times. They're like, they're not real. They're not real. That's not real. Right. You know. Yeah, and uh, oh, what's his name? Um, Glee? Gly? Goo- oh, no, yeah, Gene. Gene. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I know what you're saying. Because he, yeah. he signs off. Yeah. He signs off as Gly. Yeah, G-L-Y. But it's his initials. Right. And, uh, yeah. So he uh, he mentions in here, too, that, like, another kind of theme throughout the book is just going to be fear. Fear, yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, the theme of this book. Um, and I think that the – shit, now it's my turn to say it. The Kimmy Keurig? The Kimmy Keurig. Yeah, isn't that the coffee machine? Kimuri Kage. Kimuri Kage. Um, you watch Naruto, don't you? Kind of rep- no. No. No, I refuse to watch Naruto. Oh, my God. I really? I refuse to watch Naruto. <laughs> okay. We'll get into that another time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so basically, uh, Ukano is now scared of, of these Kamiri Kage. Fearful, guys. if you will. Fearful. And he has to push. He goes to the New Ozai Society and says, hey, we're pushing forward with our, our plans. Zuko is going to be traveling. Um, he's not He's not in the Fire Nation right now. He's going to be traveling. And this is the time we're going to strike against him. And then uh, Kylo has some doubts about that, but he's like, nah, just trust us, blah, blah, blah. Well, like, I thought what I thought was interesting about this, though, is that they still think Ursa, they still think of her as a traitor. They, Yeah, I mean, they're Ozai loyalists, like Ricky said. Yeah. And and I, I think they feel everything that, that Ozai was about is all true, which we know is not the case. So. Yeah, and I guess he kind of got scared into upping their plans earlier than than they would right. want. Well, typically. This right? one the one Kimuri Kage says act now, depose the weakling, redeem yourself or suffer. And then the next the next page you see they're talking he's having a meeting like in Rebound where it's like down with down with Zuko blah blah blah. You know, we need to act now. All of our time we waited is right now is the time to act. Yeah, and then it kind of cuts over to uh to Aang and the crew on their way to the Fire Nation. Uh, on a big ship, right? And, yeah. you know, Aang's doing his thing. He's having fun with the dolphin fish. And, and what's Zuko's uh, uh, sister's Ki- name? Kiyi. Uh, Kiyi. They're off having fun and, and this and that. You know, it seems like normal Avatar stuff. Um, but as they're approaching the Fire Nation, uh, we have Ursa, um, her husband. Norin. Norin and their daughter on the ship. And this is the first time that they're all going back to the Fire Nation or Ursa, especially her first time since being exiled. Right. I, I, it's, it's interesting that uh, all these things happen with with Ursa um, that she didn't see coming. You know, right? Like, like her child. I mean, we talked about this at the end of the search. Like her child not really knowing knowing her mother because she has a different face. Yeah, it's gonna be weird. I know she's dealing with that in this in this book. That her her child doesn't really know how to deal with this. So Ursa's having a problem with it. There's other other people who don't think that she needs to that she that thinks she's still a traitor, so she's walking into that kind of crap. And you know, so all these things happen that she did not foresee, and I find that kind of interesting. She's kinda of like really just relying on Zuko to shield her from that. Right. It seems like. Right. And he's actually doing kind of a good job. And Aang, Aang actually lends a hand in, in some of these scenes too. Like she so basically, there's a scene where Kiyi is out with Aang on the dolphin fish, and she like freaks out, like way over exaggeration, like grabs her, brings her back onto the boat, and is like, "I can't lose you!" Like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, "You were gonna die!" And it's like clearly they were not in any danger. She was having a panic attack, is what she was doing. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I thought too. Right? right? Like that's basically she was like over overreacting to an extreme level, right. and it kind of scared Kiyi. Right. Well. Well, yeah, and I, I think because her her mother's face is different, it adds to that. 
Um, another another thing that happens with uh, uh, Ursa is that when she gets scared or fearful, if you will, uh, her hands get cold. So they reference that numerous times. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Like numerous a lot. times. It's cold hands. Yeah, in the annotations, one of the guys said that that's because his hands get cold too. Right, right. So he wanted to like, write himself into it. Right. Which is a weird thing, though. Like, that is a weird thing. I've never heard of that. Cold hands, a little clammy when your hands get clammy. I mean, I've heard of, like getting like sweaty palms, but never like cold. I, I think that's kind of what, the same. Kind of what they're talking about. Maybe because yeah. we live in the freaking hot climate. Hot that ass. They don't fuck in Arizona. <laughs> Wish this place would burn itself to the ground Jeez. already. Oh, chill. Well, anyway. we would all <laughs> Sorry, die. Though. We live here. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no, but she. I mean, she. She understands that she's just dealing with it, and Zuko's kind of helping shield her from all that. So uh, something I really like about this book is, like, it has a lot of focus on, like, May and Ty Lee. Right. And, and right. actually, actually, the Fire Nation, uh, you know, group of people in general. It's, right. It's a lot of the focus. H- halfway through, uh, Aang kind of dips. Aang, like, actually, like, right now. Yeah, yeah. At, before they before they uh, land, or, like, when they land, um, Aang and Sokka and Katara, Katara are like, all right, we're, we're out of here. Because I guess the... Inaugural something or other of uh, uh, Lu Dao or oh yeah Lu Dao Lu Dao there we go there we go is like happening some kind of celebration so he's gonna go see that and they say that hey Zuko you need to deal with your deal with this as a family blah 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 Lu Dao being where Toph's Metal Bending Academy takes place also Right. right so we can assume Toph's probably there since she doesn't appear in this novel right at least not yet at least not that we know we'll see. So it picks up, and there. Uh, you said you really like that. There's a lot of emphasis on Ty Lee and uh, and May. And May. I actually just noticed this looking back on it. So it picks up in with May at her uh, family flower shop. Yeah, the flower shop that we see in Rebound. Yeah, and did you notice the logo on uh, for their flower shop? It's pretty cool. It looks like a sunflower, but one of the petals is the Fire Lord uh, headpiece. Right. That they wear. Oh. Pretty neat. So, the, right? did you see the uh, annotation on the side about the uh, the type of flower arrangements that they're doing? So that it's an actual uh, ancient Japanese style of flower arranging called. Uh, uh, you want to say that? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> ikibana style. Oh, I think that right, that actually probably that sounds right. Yeah, ikibana style is is a. It means like. Uh, uh, like a live flower or like, yeah, like yeah. flower alive. It's funny that we're reading this. It's just kind of a side note because I'm actually um, listening to the audiobook Musashi, which uh-huh. is like super famous uh, Japanese historical book. It's like they're they're gone with the wind is what they ref- like okay. uh, alluded to, or not alluded to, but like uh, compare it to. And um, literally the chapter that I just got done listening to one of the masters there was doing an arra- that exact arrangement style. Oh, and it's, okay. It's like a sacred art. Like even and this is, we're talking like 1500s, you know. Yeah, Ikebana uh, is from the, the Heian period in Japan. Pretty cool. Just pretty cool to see those two worlds kind of mix each other. It, right it's there. very it, – it, I love how detailed this stuff gets. Like they bring uh, inspiration from other uh, cultures and, and times, and, and they actually – you know, they they put it in there. Flower arrangements, like holy cow! In this case, they didn't even change it. They just literally put a real thing, right? In 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 the show, right? Or in the comic. The flower arrangements, the Ikebana style flower arrangements, are really really cool. And the idea of a misted make, like you said, make them seem alive, alive, like moving. Like They're moving. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. Ricky, you had a really good point about uh, the the animation of no May's mom. May's mom's in this scene. Tyler goes to the shop to like. Uh, see May. May's mom is named. I have no idea. Michi. Michi. She looks more like Azula than Ursa does. <laughs> like she looks a lot like older Azula. Like exactly like yeah. old Azula. Are we thinking Ozai might have gotten around Whoa. a little bit? Hey, Whoa. hey I don't know if that's new, part of his character, buddy. New, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's where he draws the line. Yeah. And <laughs> infidelity. <laughs> he she really does though. Damn, like really exactly good. like like Azula. It's kind of crazy. I, I did not uh, put that together until Ricky said something. New head cannon. New this, head cannon. It's a it's a yeah. Why did they? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird, right? Because it looks just like Azula. Yeah, and it kind of looks like Ursa a bit. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I mean, look at Ursa right here, and then look at May's mom right there, side by side. They pretty much look the same. Yeah, they're kind of they're kind of similar. 
So it's the it, it's the hair danglies on the side that kind of make make it look like Azula. Yeah, yeah, they have a similar haircut. Yeah, for sure. All right. So next, Tylee and May go out on a date, whatever girl time, and uh, Tylee explains her fear for. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's not really girl, girl time. So what do you mean? May you literally say like girl time. Well, well, I think the Ty Lee calls it girl time, right? Well, yeah. Right, 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 right. But to May, it's just going out to get soup, something. I think, uh, isn't Ty Lee wanting to talk to her about something, and and they're kind of like, hey, we're going to hang out, it's girl time, yay, or whatever. But it's really serious stuff that they're going to talk about. Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. They're, they're, they're putting on a front. Putting on a front for their auntie and, and her mother. Yeah. And what it is, is, is Ty Lee is explaining her fear for Azula, basically. Um. She still has that haunting feeling of, of Azula over her shoulder um, that want to punish, punish Tylee and May for betraying them. Right. And this also happens, what, in the search? What do you she, mean? She, Tylee talks about her fear of Azula still. To oh, she's like, uh, she's, she's wrong. I'm, I, still feel, I still fear her. You know? Yeah. I never stopped fearing her. I never her. stopped fearing her. Well, even in the search, no, she was out of prison then. So basically, anytime she's out of prison, Ty Lee's feeling like, like not, not good easy. about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 She's saying it says here. Even so, I had a hard time, or I had a hard time maintaining a peaceful aura ever since. Basically, she's like constantly in a state of distress, knowing that Azula's out there in the world. Right. And we kind of had a theory on this with the Kamira Kage. Kamira Kage. Um, we actually we didn't even say it out loud, but I I kind of thought you were right exactly on that too. What 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 is what do you think about? It? Do you think I, there's a connection? Yeah, I think I think the spirit that you see in the beginning of the book is Azula, because okay. because that's just the way she uh, or well we don't know it's a she until you look into the annotations later on in, in part one. <laughs> that's what the spoiler. Was. Yeah, that was the spoiler. <laughs> so so one of the th- I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. So one of the things that uh, I, I guess. What? How do you say his name? Jean, Jean, Lien, Luen, Yang. Anyway, um, he was saying that the idea of a an all female a group of of a group kind of like the Kyoshi Warriors for the Fire Nation was originally planned for the TV show, but it never kind of took place. So they they ran with that with the Kimuri Kage. So the Kimuri Kage is supposed to be an all female. Fire Nation group like the Kyoshi Warriors. And this is what we get. Loyal to the Fire Lord. Loyal to in, the Fire Lord. In the same way the Kyoshi Warriors are loyal to the uh, Earth Kingdom heritage. Well, we don't really know How that are... because they're they're hanging out with uh, Zuko here and being his, his personal bodyguards. So Who? there's Who that. Is? The Kyoshi the Warriors. Oh, the Kyoshi Warriors. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, I mean, like we saw in, uh, in Suki alone, they, that kind of all changed after she left. Right, right, right. So... Dang, another reason why Suki Lone's a great freaking book. <laughs> so here in the in the this tea shop that they that uh, Tylee and May go to, uh, you you find out that May is still seeing uh, Kylo. Kylo and and she's using him. She's using him, trying to she's get. She's hosing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's uh putting on a front for this guy, and you kind of see how like saccharine her responses are. You see that in the annotations that they use that uh, specifically because it's completely against her nature. Like Super babe. May thing to do. I could see her doing this. Right. I mean, she was. Let's not forget, she was like Zula's right hand dude for a while. Right. Like she's got some kind of like dick to her. You know, <laughs> like it's a dick move. Just I, mean, I don't like. Dude. I don't like Kylo at all. I'm mad that, that really? Zuko and May are broken up. Yeah. <laughs> is that your favorite ship or something? And you're like, you feel like it's betraying? I just want to know who Azumi's mother is. It's got to be May. Well, they're broken up, so we don't know. <laughs> and they get they break up like four or five times in the damn show. Yeah, it's annoying. So annoying. <laughs> <laughs> just stay together. She's even calling him. She May's even calling uh, a Kilo, Kylo, uh, babe, and stuff like that. Like, and and even Su- uh, Ty Lee picks up on it. She's like, "What? Like, what the hell? Are you talking, babe? What kind of shit is that? <laughs> fucking weird, May. What kind of shit is what that? Kind of shit is that? Uh, <laughs> Ty Lee is like super offensive by it. Like su- offended, offended by, by it. it, like completely because she sent May brings her in to talk to Tylee to, to check out his aura, to see if he's lying or not. And she feels that his aura is pure, but May's aura, not so much. 
Uh. 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 Don't mess with the aura. Don't mess with the aura. Really messing up my vibes right now, bro. So, yeah, here we see uh, Aang and, and Gang Dip. Uh, and then. So, real quick, did we touch on why she's using Kilo? Kylo. Kylo. Because he's a part of the new Ozai. The new Ozai. And society. she knows that. She knows that. He, well, he tells her that. Yeah, she found oh, yeah, out, she found out in, in um, I don't, Rebound. I don't understand. So, in Rebound, she kicks his ass. And then somehow he, she's with with him in this. I don't know. He the whole time he he genuinely likes May. Kylo mm-hmm. genu- genuinely likes May, but she's having none of it because she thinks that he's a patsy. Um, what does that mean? Yeah, what's that mean? They, they, they use that. She term, used that term multiple times. I, I, like it? I know what it I know what it means. I don't know the exact definition of what a patsy is. Oh, sorry, I almost knocked over my what mic. What is going on over here? I thought someone was knocking at the door. <laughs> All right, I'm trying to type, and I just can't do it. We'll look up Patsy. But anyway, she he basically thinks she's uh, – what I got from it is that it's somebody that's like a – kind of like a lame pushover. Okay, yeah. Loser. So, uh, yeah, it's exactly what that means. Uh, a Patsy is a person who is easily taken advantage of, especially by being cheated or blamed for something. He's a Patsy. Nice. God yeah. damn. He's the fall guy. So that's what she thinks of him. That's she, very, she thinks he's a patsy. Yeah. Pretty brutal. <laughs> well, know. he's taken advantage of by her father, Ukano, and her. I mean, she's right. But to also be pretending to date the guy right. because of that. Yeah, that's why Tylee's pissed off. Yeah. It's like, you know he's easily influenced. Why are you taking why? advantage exactly. of him? Exactly. Yeah. What a damn. I mean, May. they are trying to assassinate the firewall. So. <laughs> right. True. Right. True. Which happens to be her ex-boyfriend. Who we assume she's still in love with, right? I mean, that's bold of you to say. I mean, we we see that they end up together eventually, don't we? Or do they? Do, do they, they ever get back together? I don't think. Uh, we don't know we yet. Don't see. We, we don't, don't know, know yet. We don't, we don't know yet. So anyway, uh, Kylo leaks to May that they have uh, the new Ozai Society has a plan to uh, kill Zuko on his way back. So they fortunately get a messenger hawk out. And uh, they can warn Zuko in time. That messenger hockey-looking thing yeah. looks, looks fucking awesome. Yeah. It, just, it looks the like a way cooler Pidgeot. just awesome. <laughs> a way cooler Pidgeot looks like a Talonflame. What are you talking about? Yeah. Nice. Get God. out of here. God. You haven't seen Shang-Chi and the, and the Ten I'm going to see yet. it today, so chill your ass out. Spoil it, spoil it, spoil I, it. I will <laughs> kill both of you. Stop it. Um. I'm definitely gonna, <laughs> I gotta edit that out. I can't have that on there. <laughs> yes, you can. It's really fun. Alright, so um I'm sorry, they get the you you just totally distracted me. <laughs> so they get this hawk out, and then now Zuko's warned. Rock out with your hawk out. Ooh, Ooh nice. chill, buddy. Nice. And uh we see the submarines again. The submarines that we saw on Day of Black Sun. It's a it's actually an improvement on the yeah. on the design of the submarines. Right. You can see that. And uh, they were able to contact the Kiyoshi Warriors. The Kiyoshi Warriors showed up with Iroh. Bam, bada, bam. Which uh, I kind of thought that this was going to be – so the, 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 the submarine has Earth, color, Earth Nation colors all over it. It doesn't look like a Fire Nation submarine. So it was. It does not. It was yeah. kind of. Uh, I was like, oh, Kiyoshi Warriors pop out of that one. That makes sense. It looks like it probably hosts the Kiyoshi Warriors. Yeah, right. Or maybe an Earth King Noble or something like that. And out pops old Uncle Iroh. Right. Looks like he's put on weight. Uh, it sure does. Let himself go in his old age. His uh, his hair's looking strong though, dude. I mean, I you wish know? I I wish I had that hairline. Shit. Yeah, they actually drew him really well in this. I um, do. Yeah, I do like how they drew him. This is something we always comment on. Pretty much all the comics. These ones are done really well. Well, this is uh, Guri Hiru. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, Guri Hiru. I like I like his artwork or their artwork because I I think it's it's a couple people. Or like a group of, of animators. So here's the plan. Uh, Iroh volunteers to be a decoy. So he'll continue on their regular route with... Who's defending? The Kiyoshi Warriors are defending Zuko, and they're going to take him on a secret path through the uh, through a different... I don't know, a different the, area? Yeah, they, they take the submarine uh, to some other place, and then the Kiyoshi Warriors are going to... Um, accompany Zuko and Zuko's family to the to the capital or to the palace. Yeah. While Iroh, um, May, and Tylee 
They go with Iroh, right? Uh, yeah, right? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because so they uh, May talks about the 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 one road that they're going up being single file, like only wide enough to go single file, and uh, there's a bunch of outposts like like everywhere, so it makes it really yeah, it's a really zigzag hard. pattern up a, right. up a mountain, which makes it hard to attack because there's uh, too many places to be vulnerable, basically. Yeah. Well, and before they even get to this expedition with the decoy and all of that, we see for the first time Iroh and Ursa meeting each other since her exile. Right. And he immediately is just like expressing uh, remorse and 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 a heartfelt like sorry for everything that's happened right. to her and her family over the over the course of the you know Ozai's life. Right. So it was kind of it was kind of cool because it seems like you know in the way that they drew him here, he's not uh, he takes it very seriously. Like his apology, like he's got his eyes closed and he's bowing to her, right? And it's not like a happy, joyous moment. It's like a sincere, sorry moment. I I think here kind of uh, proves my point that I think Iroh's different than Ozai. When I in the what right. if, what if episode a couple episodes ago, uh-huh. mm-hmm. we talked about if Iroh would have would have been crazy enough to seek out genocide. I don't think he would, and this kind of confirms it because. Uh, Ursa says, Iroh, what are you uh, apologizing for? Your presence in the family always gave me hope. So that that yeah. means he's different. Yeah, and she knew that even she, back when that. he was general on, right. a, on the warpath. Right. Oh, good point. So Yeah. So you debunked your own what if. Or was that Ricky's what if? <laughs> no, that was... I don't know. Uh, who, no, who, who knows? knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> uh, but yeah, then they go off on this uh, expedition here to uh, with the decoys and this and that. And uh, <laughs> stupid. So one of the things that Ira was saying uh, is he's like waving. Uh, he's practicing his angsty wave. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a method actor. Yeah, he's a, he's, yeah that's right. He's a method actor. And uh, one of the guys in the boat is like, why so sullen, General? Uh, I find that method acting works best for me. How can I weigh with angst if I don't feel the angst? <laughs> Stupid. I, I genuinely laughed at that one. Yeah. I read it. I did too. <laughs> and you know what I love about this too is that that's how Iroh approaches everything. Everything. Like everything is like, I'm going to do it the best I can He's, do it, he, even if it's just yeah. waving my hand. He throws himself into it. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. No, it's like super inspirational as sure. always, dude. <laughs> we have a Kiyoshi warrior here riding a, a rhino. the rhinos. From the rough rhinos, yeah, that's a dope combo. Yeah, right. Dope, Ooh. dope team up right there. What are those called? Uh, I, I have remember. no idea. The rhinos. Triceratops. Triceratops. Rhinoceratops. Right, I like that. Rhinoceratops. Anyway, yeah, I don't know what they're called, but them. Actually, I didn't actually realize that the first time I was reading it. Them on on those things is super badass. <laughs> I wonder where they got them. Did they get them from the rough rhinos? I have no idea. Mm, well, we see the Fire Nation uh, ride them a lot. Just say it like that. I have no idea. <laughs> Angsty. Uh, but here, so so they're they're basically trying to have a plan against the what Kilo disclosed to them. This Kilo yeah. disclosed a plan that the that the New Ozai Society was going to do, and so they created a plan around that to fool them. Right. Now that they're actually down the path, they're questioning. Was Kilo the, even lying? This doesn't the truth, right? This doesn't make sense. My father is is one thing, and it, it, but he's not a, a uh, he's not an idiot. Basically, this so, may saying this. The may yeah. saying this. Why would he? Why would he attack us here? There's too many places to, uh, you know, be vulnerable for retaliation. I guess. So they get jumped by a small bandit of idiots, basically, and they make quick work of these idiots. So then they realize there's no way that my father could do this. This was a setup, and uh, then they see a distress signal from Suki off in the distance where Zuko and, and family are uh, in some kind of carriage. Yeah, so their their decoy carriage is, was basically— well, um, this carriage in the, on the thing, that's the decoy. Yeah, the decoy carriage was— was a half-assed assault on it just to, so they started to drop put put things together that oh they they know that we know is what I'm was right. what it seems like is happening right now right is this Tai Lee Chi blocking or is that another Kiyoshi warrior? I think that's Tai Lee so so she got training with the sword should I don't fucking know yeah I know but I just noticed that I'm like man that would be cool I mean she's hanging out with Sokka no she's hanging out with the Kiyoshi warriors wouldn't it be a fan yeah but they some of them use swords. 
Well, then I guess she uses a sword now. <laughs> it's just an observation. It's an observation. <laughs> they all have swords in this thing, though. <laughs> well, here's the other part that I, I laughed at. So after the Kyoshi Warriors make quick work of of these idiot thugs, that they call them, uh, uh, Iroh is like, I'm ready for action. Oh, and then they're all dead. Hops out. Hops <laughs> out. And everyone's been yeah. captured. <laughs> Iroh's still ready. Yeah, he goes, oh, yes, the dragon of the West is ready. For action. Oh, they're, all, they're all dead. Yeah. It's because you got right. the Suki Wars, which uh, Suki Wars. The Kyoshi Wars, which you make. So what's the real ambush? So what we find out is that they see Suki's flare. They see Suki's flare and uh what's his name? Ukano gave Kilo a bad uh information. He gave him bad information because he knew he'd tell May. He knew he's been talking to May. Yeah. This entire time, so he gave him false information. So and she he knew that they would be smart enough to try to create a decoy thing. He he was one step ahead of them the whole time. Right. Is what we find out here. Right. And so the real force, which by the way, these secret society, the new society, their uniforms are pretty dope. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I like the way they look. Yeah. Um they they're the real forces down there with the actual convoy, like it was supposed to be all along. Right. Right, right, right. Really the distraction was no factor. Right. What uh, what I like though is that so then obviously you assume right battle's gonna break out battle breaks out we see uh, I don't know if you remember last week when I was talking about uh, Zuko firebending right and with like using like firebending like from ma- from the masters he right. does a tornado of fire with different colored fire in it in the right. scene that was the that was the coolest part of, of part one I you, think you think so yeah okay yeah yeah not not Tylee wearing a, a sword. <laughs> well, here she, here she is. She's got her sword and her fans. Yeah, so yeah, that's Suki though. That's Suki. Oh, but Shit. she does have a sword and fans. But yeah. she does. Yeah. Oh, look at that. And she's like jumping through fire, which is super cool. Yeah, I thought that was pretty dope. She like this this firebender just threw something at her, and she's like, "Nah, bitch." I mean, you can guess how this plays out, right? Everybody comes down. I don't know where they got this balloon from, but apparently, May. Iroh and all of them are on a hot air balloon and make their way over. What? Yeah, where did they balloon? get that balloon? I didn't see no balloon. Yeah, no, really? no, no, no. They uh, right there. Yeah, yeah, they come in on an oh, airship. Oh, you're right. You're right. This is big. Yeah, old where airship. the hell does that come from? Because they were just on the side of that mountain. <laughs> no idea, dude. <laughs> and they get there just in time. So you know what? I just figured it out. Uh, Brykel's gonna be mad because I, I think I'm the first person. But uh, Suki is Azumi's mo- mom. Well, you think Suki is a Zumi? Suki, yep. It's going to be Suki. Yeah. Is that your official headcanon? I like yeah, that. Yeah, like, damn it, figured it out. <laughs> We've been keeping it under wraps. I expect a cease and desist any, any moment now. Yep, you know, because Brykel totally listens to us and ramble on about this stuff. How much you want to bet? Every week. How much you want to bet? Dude, maybe. Dude. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I thought this part was cool right here. So when uh, when they drop from this magic air balloon that just that pops up out of nowhere... Uh, you got what? Tylee with the sword. With Tylee with a sword, <laughs> uh, and then I guess some random Kyoshi warrior and Iroh jumping down, and May coming in to save uh, Zuko. They get tied up from some some kind of stuff, equalist type shit. So uh, as as May saves Zuko, she throws something into this cannon that one that the new Ozai Society has, and they. She's like, yeah, whatever, and turns her back and starts to talk to Zuko. And then you see off in the distance that this cannon <laughs> explodes on this character. And he's like, oh, shit. I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a goofy background. Sure. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. There's that, So uh, I didn't in, notice that. In the, I think it was in The Promise, Gly, Gene or whatever, he's a big fan of, of uh, old like Disney comics. So what they would oh. do in Disney comics, they, they – they would have you know the main story take place, and then the back the background characters would be doing stuff, and it would be funny. So he took that inf- he took mm. that from the Disney comics and put it into hmm. to, uh, Avatar. Oh, pretty neat. Yeah, right. Is that in the annotations or anything like that? In or? in the promise. Oh, in the promise. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Another reason. Get another the library another edition. Another reason. Dude. I mean, so basically the battle breaks out. You oh, big shocker, right? Uh, Team Avatar wins. Sure. You know, Aang's not around, but... <laughs> it's a, This whole sequence was, like, really fun to read, though, and, and look at. It went fast. You know? Yeah, it goes by really fast because it's just action-packed. Right. Well, and there's an important part in the scene, though, too, in the fight scene before the, it comes to an end. Um, 
they're attacking May, this the the new Ozai society, and he's like, "Hey, take it easy on her. That's the boss's orders, <laughs> yeah. you know." And like she's there, he's like, "Tell her that because she's kicking all their asses." Right. But it, to me, it was like, okay, he's obviously still has like he's it's not a, just he's not so ingrained in this like cult that he's not being mindful of his daughter's safety right. in in this attack. So he told them to 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 go easy on her in particular. Right, and then he's, and then the other guy's like, "Who are we gonna go in easy on?" Because <laughs> you know, then, like, Kylo comes over and tries to fight, and then, and then Ukano's like, "Get him! He's a traitor." But this is where you learn why uh, Ukano uh, or the new Ozai Society thinks that Zuko is unfit. So they're they're loyal to the Fire Nation, and he he feels, or they feel, like Zuko is taking too much. Um, inspiration from from the other nations and is therefore weakening the fire nation that's why they call him a weakling i mean basically basically the conflict that happened in the promise is still having an effect on the fire nation right yeah yeah and and this is a discussion that they're having that may is having with her her father in the heat of battle (laughs) i think it's over now because so this so check this scene out well it ends it ends with Firebenders ganging around the carriage that that has uh, Ursa and Key in it, and they all blast him. And Zuko does the dragon vortex that we see in the show. Right, dragon vortex. Yes, yeah. yeah, like it's that. awesome. And yeah. that and that ends the battle. Yeah, they're like because they're like, uh, you know what? He's more powerful than we are. Yeah, the next panel's literally a few guys captured, the rest running away. Um, so May's talking to her father at this point. He's telling her about you know why he thinks Zuko's weak, this and that. He says, if you don't think that there's any truth to that, then arrest me. Next panel is uh, May talking to Ty, to, to Ty Lee, right? No, Kilo. No, Kilo and May. And she goes, where's your dad? And, and she says, he got away. He got so away. she let him. She let him go. Right. Basically. Which, I mean, it makes me wonder, like, even though that's her dad, like, what, what would, like, who's she really loyal to at this point? I don't think she's loyal to anybody, really. She's in a tough spot. No doubt. Ian's just now looking at those Pokemon cards from earlier. Man, you got nothing in there. Yeah, I told you. I told you. Nothing. Like, there's nothing good in there. I was like, what's going on over there? What are you guys looking at? I was like, yeah, I mean, and that's pretty much much the end of it, though, right? Like, Uh, we're getting close to the end of part one here. Um, I I think the panel with Ursa and Ozai is important. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, we have. So finally, you know, the battle's over and they can arrive safely in the, the palace. And, uh, you know, Key's really excited. And, and this whole time, Ursa has just been, you can tell she's just hesitant, she's hesitant to come back. Well, she, she's also dealing with Key not wanting to, like, hold her hand and not right. wanting to be around her. So all, all these things that, that, that are kind of coming down on her all at once, um, when she's getting ready to cross the threshold of the palace, she's just having these flashbacks of... Yeah, how scared she was of Ozai at the time. Right, and she she pauses in front of Ozai's portrait. Which why is that? Why still is up? that still a, a I, thing? I don't know. He's so menacing looking. Dude. You guys yeah, dude. skipped an important detail too. We though. sure we we sure did. Go ahead, Dan. Uh, Dan I called you Danny. <laughs> Holy shit! So they get back to the, the the battles over. They get back to the Fire Nation. Right. This is before she gets into the hall with the pictures and all of this. Um. Kiyi has a line here that says, "Oh, what's the big deal? I knew Zuzu would keep us safe the whole time." Right. And Zuko kind of freaks out and he goes, "Zuzu, where'd she pick that up?" Ursa doesn't know. She says, uh, "I don't know." And he says, "It sounds much nicer coming from her than Azula." Right. So I'm wondering if the uh, Kamiri Kage or at some point met with Kiyi late at night and was like, "Zuzu, this, Zuzu, that," you know. Trying like a little yeah, yeah, burden yeah. uh, on the shoulder kind yep. of thing, yep, yep. trying to plant little seeds, referring to him as Zuzu. Right. So I think that's I think you're spot on with that, dude. We haven't read part two and part we three yet, we so we not. don't know. We have not. But that's got to be it, right? That's right. got to be it. So yeah, the, again, we're talking about the, they talk about fear a lot uh, in this book, and then Kiyi and, and her um, hesitance to back to Ursa, and then how Ursa's taking it. So then that brings us to the hallway where Ursa sees this gigantic Ozai portrait. This is a scary panel. This is like a scary couple pages. She's you know? afraid to look up at it. Yeah. Is what we see. Right. 
there so this entire these two pages a two page layout um there's a lot of orange reds yellows except for one single panel and it's it they they reference it on the on the annotations um and it and it's just it depicts fear and i think he he did it very guri grihiru guru hero mm-hmm. depicted it very well yeah cuz it's it awesome it gives a sense of dread cuz everything else is is one is kind of monochromatic and then all of a sudden this one panel is is a muted kind of bluish reddish kind of tones so yeah it really conveys a lot of emotion yeah absolutely and i thought it was interesting too that they I mean, the Fire Nation, despite uh, Ozai's like terrible transgression against not only their honor as a as a culture, but across the entire Avatar world, they still keep a big portrait of him as a Fire Lord in the palace. Right. Um, like they, good or bad, they're still acknowledging their history, which I thought, sure. felt was 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 good. Sure. Um, and then the next the next the book goes on. The next panel after the Sursa thing is uh, it's uh, it's then. Uh, Ukano back at his hideout, right? And now the Kamiri uh, Kage. Kamiri Kage? Nice. Reappear. Now yeah, there's three of nice. them. <laughs> now there's three of them. There was, there was three of them in the first one. Oh, there yeah. was? Uh-huh. And they basically tell him, like, hey, you're a failure. We're going to kill you. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no, no, no. Give me a month. Give me a month. If after a month uh, uh, he's that uh, coward still on the throne, then... And then they finish the sentence for him. Then you'll lose everything you hold dear. All that is dear to you, meaning May. Well, and his family. Yeah, yeah. his family still is running the the shop. So, so, I don't know. and then the the book immediately skips to one month later. <laughs> yeah, I, well, know. I thought that was funny. I know, right? <laughs> it was like. I was like, oh, I, oh, that must be part two. It's like, oh no, it's one month later in the next <laughs> panel. I'm like, okay, I didn't actually pick up on that. That's funny. So, uh, Kylo and May are dating now. Kylo and May, yeah, are actually dating. Are actually dating for real, for real. She's not hosing him anymore. And the Kamiri Kage show up, and they uh, they attack May, and they take Tom Tom, who's do with they, them. Do they attack? Oh, I'm May? sorry. They they attack the teach the flower shop. Yeah, they're on top of the of the flower shop, and then May's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, and she throws a knife at a spirit. You know, super effective. Well, they're not she spirits, though. She doesn't know. Well, she doesn't know that. Right. And we don't know that. Right. We only know. Spoilers. Yeah. Well, yeah. So they're on, they're on top of the tea shop. May jumps on, on top of there. By the way, very acrobatic. I think we gave, when we did the Mako versus the World episode, we kind of we kind of shat on May just a little bit. She's very acrobatic. She's pretty dope. I think she, she put up a fight for sure. Um, yeah, she jumps on the roof, no problem. Yeah, no problem. It's like twelve foot vertical. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she confronts these spirits uh, that are holding Tom Tom hostage, and then. So basically, the Kamiri Kage are telling, telling Ukano that they're not messing around. Yeah, right. So now they've abducted his son. Right. Starting with his son, and then Zuko shows up to the tea shop, like, "Hey guys, what's going on?" <laughs> so I think it's the next morning. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, I was in the neighborhood. <laughs> Saw that shit go down. What's up? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, I think it was the next morning. No, nah, yeah. he says, I heard what happened. I heard what happened, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> so, and then the, the last pa- uh, last scene is, is like, if we're dealing with spirits, then it can't be just me. We need to get the avatar. And done, that's done, end of book done. one. End of book one. End of part one. And then the the page for uh, book two looks super dope. It, yeah, way. it's basically the cover of the book, a cover of the the. Uh, oh yeah. The comic book. Comic book. The single. Oh okay. Yeah. Without the actual text of the because okay. sure yeah that's cool. All right, so that wraps up the book, right? Part one. Loud. Part that one. wraps up the entire book. Part yeah. one, two, and three. That's yeah, it. That's it, it ends right there. Part one, two, and three. <laughs> we know nothing else of the story. Uh, this, no, that's this part might one. be one of my favorites so far. What? Is, so, what do you think is going to happen next? I think they're going to pit May and Ukano uh, against each other, or they're going to have. Well, they're already against. Or each they're kind of like no, but like literally. Oh, in a fight. Yeah. But now the or or May's going to go against Zuko, and try to save to save her brother. Okay. I think the new Ozai people are going to take a. Uh, like kind of going to be on the side burner. I mean, the real bad guys are the Kamiri Kage, right? Right. Or Azula, you mean? Well, yeah. 
But it's going to be Azula. See, but we don't know that yet. I, so I, you think you think the Kamurage is going to be Azula? Who else is it going to be? Well, it is, but we um, we're, we don't know yet. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. I want to know who his part her who her partners are. Where did they come from? I don't know. I have no idea. And when are they going to betray Azula? Book two, part hmm. two. Yeah, you'd think after her mental breakdown, not trusting anyone, she would fly solo going on. Yeah, I know, right? Know? She's got, you know, she's probably still got a lot of influence, I would think. Especially uh, with the the new Ozai Society. True. I would imagine that they would totally be down for that shit. Mm-hmm. Although we didn't really see any females in the new Ozai Society. But here's the thing, that, that little side note really spoiled a lot, because now we know that they have to be girls. Like, it's going to be three girls. Right. Or at least three spirits of girls in the past. Sure, sure. So sure. one one of the things that they said about Kylo is that him getting uh, injured a lot is foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. I didn't understand that. He's going to die. <laughs> he's going to die. You think he's going to die? He's going to die. Straight up die? Uh, he's going to die. You think I'm May, calling it, May's going to sacrifice him? No, I think <clears throat> Ukana, or no, Arzula or Akano is going to kill his ass. Nah. And then that's and that's where May's gonna be like May's gonna be like that's enough I've had enough of you and throw knives at him I don't fucking know. Hmm. I mean that would that would really wrap up a lot of things though because then that would give her a reason to go back to Zuko or Zuko kills him because they're dating and then (laughs) and then May kills Zuko. (laughs) (laughs) That's gotta be it, dude. (laughs) The Zuko in Korra is an imposter, an actual imposter. Yeah. Tsukano. Tsukano. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I, here's my predictions. Kimmy Keurig. Kimmy. Kimmy Keurig. That's not it. No. See, now you're messing me up. Kimmy Kage. Kimmy Kage. Kimmy Kage. Definitely Azula and some compatriots of hers. Yeah, I'm excited to I don't think they're the new Ozai Society. I don't think they're related at all. No. Because why would they intimidate Ukano? The leader of them. Um, but I do think – I didn't think about Kilo dying. But, you, but I think that might be true. You had a theory – were you being serious about uh, Zuko hooking up with uh, – Suki? Suki? It might be. We don't know who Zumi's mom is. And I think they have, like, chemistry. Suki, they, they sure well, do. Did yeah, you yeah. see the panel? She's like, let us know if you ever want to come visit. Yeah. And he blushes. And he, I, uh, no, I think – Or was that a – was that a No, I, I think that was a punch. I think that was a burn. Maybe he already visited. Oh. Maybe. Visits in bold. <laughs> it's, it's, and parentheses. Yeah, like if it's in bold, so who knows? See, if it, is it a punch? A, he has it here. It oh, looks like a... He's blushing, bro. But that looks like a blush to me. That's blushing. So maybe May and this uh, Kilo dude run off together sure. at the end of this. Right. No, we can't get that much closure because uh, we st- we don't know who the mom is. Right, so we, right. We, so we, it's we're not gonna, gonna we're not gonna it, get that, but maybe it'll like hint to that. It makes sense that uh, May might actually fall for this uh, Kilo guy, Kalo guy. Why are we saying Kilo? Kylo. Uh, Kylo. Yeah. Why are you saying? You keep on saying Kilo. Uh, dude, I don't know. All right, like Kylo. Don't ask me. <laughs> I'm dumb. So I, it makes sense that she would actually fall for this guy because he is genuine and he just wanted to fit in. Uh, you know, he didn't necessarily care about the politics. <laughs> he didn't necessarily care about the politics. So, and then something happens to him, and then she's like, "I just can't deal with this politics shit anymore," and then walks away from Zuko because he's nothing but politics. I'm going to live in Udal. Udal. Yep. Screw this. So, what do we rate part one? I really liked it. I the, I like the artwork. The yeah. artwork really does it for yeah. me. Yeah, I think like that's the that's like the number one consistent saving redeeming factor of all of all of uh, Giru Heroes. Giru Hero. Uh, I, his other stuff is really good too. Yeah, yeah. I thought everyone looked fantastic in this. They look exactly the, the story as a whole. Not a lot to unpack yet. The Ursa thing was the most the most we could really draw from. As far as like uh, what we can reference from other material, I'd give it a solid eight. An eight, okay, an eight. that's high. That, we gave uh, Suki alone an eight. I gave it Suki alone a nine. You're just a simple. Suki alone's a standalone though, so I guess we can't really compare that too much. I, you know what? 
I mean, seven. I, I seven and a half. I'll give it a seven. I was going to say seven and a half. Yeah. And, and then I'm hoping that part two is going to be a lot, a lot more. Yeah. Because we're going to, I really like the look of these, the uh, Kimiri Kage. Yeah. They remind me a lot of the Court of Owls from Batman. I don't okay. Know if you know anything about that. Don't the, know. The face masks and everything are very Court of Owls. <laughs> So I like the dark ominous, 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 like tones throughout the whole book. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Fear. Not, yeah. Yeah. Like even the cover the is shadow. like a dark blue. A little, little bit of smoke. A little bit of shadow. Yeah. 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 Well, well, they should name it that. I don't, and uh, no, it seems like it's just really, it's got this like, it's very May. Right. 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 It's like May. Pers- like in a book personified yeah like this may like like in every environment pretty much so i liked it i like it a lot i think i'll give it a seven and a half seven and a half is a good good score yeah, i agree 7.5 7.5 cabbages it has the potential to be a nine overall if they really crush it in the next two i think we have to give it a perfect 10 yeah we would like, have to give one part, part a perfect 10 and in order, and i don't and, even know if that that averages out to a nine yeah true yeah, so, Mr. Omnibus or whatever. <laughs> um, 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 I still can't say it, dude. Ominous. I'm having a, having a hard time with the brain today. No, so, all right. So that, I think that'll wrap it up, though. That's uh, seven and a half cabbages all around. Ooh, if we give if we give the next two a ten, it'd be a nine point one. That's a big. It has to be perfect. <laughs> it has uh, to be two perfect. Perfects. Okay, so maybe an eight and a half max. Okay. All right, with that being said, remember to rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow the Cabbage Cart po- Podcast for Jesus. <laughs> Follow the Cabbage Cart Podcast on Instagram. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. You guys ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep.